welcome to Chew the Fat with me. Let's leave our mark, baby. Welcome to Chew the Fat with me, your host, Maddie Maxey. Chew the Fat is about leaving a mark on the world, but old school style. We'll chat leisurely but prolonged about life, love, growth, success, trials, and more. We'll talk about the fun and easy topics and the tougher ones too. This podcast is made to try and bring love and peace back to the forefront through the old soul of a young woman with a childlike heart and spirit that soars freely. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 2. Topic of discussion, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting seems to be the topic around town. So let's talk about it in more depth to gain a deeper understanding. What is quiet quitting, you say? In short, quiet quitting is the rejection of the hustle culture. In long, it is only doing the work that you were hired for, what is in your job description, refusing to overperform, acting your wage, nothing more. This comes as a new lifestyle as younger generations enter the workforce and older ones exit. The benefits of working for oneself or for the right company placing an emphasis on work-life balance far outweighs the compensation packages and benefits. Quiet quitting is a way of choosing oneself. And I know the older generation whom are too stuck in their ways to adapt to the change or could care less to are flabbergasted by this new lifestyle. But let's be real, times are changing and so is what's being offered. COVID proved that it can be just as efficient, if not more efficient, to work from home. That being in the comfort of one's own home can allow for consistent and uniform production in all aspects of life. I know when I was working from home, not only would I work longer hours, which completely goes against the construct of quiet quitting, but I felt the burden of the workplace harassment ease up. I was able to run errands, make health appointments, all while still being productive. I was able to keep my home in order, and at times, I was okay working those longer hours because I knew I could get other tasks in my life completed without all the constraints tied to it. I believe another reason quiet quitting is the talk around town is because of what companies are and aren't willing to do for their employees. It used to be that you would give your entire adult life to a company, from as early as 18 or more commonly from 22 until retirement people would work for the same company. We're talking 20, 30, 40 plus years of devotion to one single company. People spend more time with their work colleagues than they do with their own families, but they also reap more benefits. Let's compare. In my parents' retirement, they'll receive pension plans, social security, medical benefits. In my retirement, I'll receive whatever money I choose to save and invest. That's it. I don't know a company out there not saying they don't exist, I just don't know them outside of maybe working for the government that even offers a pension plan anymore. I won't see social security and decent medical coverage is probably best found on the open market. Yet as a millennial, you want me to devote 20 to 40 plus years of my life to a company in which they plan to give me nothing in return, not even during my time there other than a check that they choose my value. I don't think so. I'm all for working hard. I'm a workhorse by nature, but there are new expectations, new values that need to be met. The old ones just no longer cut it, and it's about setting healthy boundaries. But let's dig a little deeper. 
dig into why minorities don't always have that same luxury of being able to quiet quit. There's this unspoken rule that we have to work twice as hard to go just as far as our counterparts, that our stellar performance is often seen as quote-unquote normal, yet our non-minority counterparts' normal performance is rated as stellar. That we can be perceived as less competent, that our mistakes are always highlighted and our achievements are perceived as a result of luck and not skill. I remember working for a company that called my mother, whom lives in another state, stating I was missing and had not been heard from because they neglected to read my correspondence that was sent prior to the beginning of the work shift about being out ill. Mind you, this was still during the height of COVID, and though I didn't have COVID, I did have the flu. And then they proceeded to ask me after just one day when I would be able to come back into the office. That same company refused to provide me with equipment to fulfill a hybrid schedule, though my non-minority counterparts were given all the necessary equipment. That same company staff followed me around the office and to the bathroom to make sure I was getting work completed, though I frequently came in early and stayed late to make sure my work was always completed, plus prepare for the next day. The staff at that same company also had HR reach out to me after missing two days of work for being out ill on a different occasion, still in the height of COVID, and told me in order to return to work, I had to provide a doctor's note. When the law clearly states a doctor's note is required after three consecutive business days. How many of you go to the doctor for a common cold? No one, right? You take medicine and you try to rectify it at home which is what I was doing, so there was no doctor's note. This same company had confirmed cases of COVID and still had those employees come into the office to infect others, then proceeded to have a desk swap for me. And can you guess where they swapped me? That's right, to a desk that confirmed COVID case had been sitting and without prior sanitation to transfer me. So can you guess why I got sick after and had to miss work? But wait, there's more. This same company refused to provide a breakdown of how our bonuses were paid out, which means while they were cheating me, I could not prove it. And finally, because I could really go on forever, this same company allowed its seasoned employees to curse in the office, not just from frustration of the job, but at other actual employees. Now I'm a person that bites her tongue a lot because I know I'm not afforded the same luxuries, especially in the workplace. However, cussing at me is absolutely not one of them. So those few employees got told to never to speak to me in that manner again, that I was not and am not a child. Very respectfully, of course, but very firmly. I never once raised my voice, but believe me when I say it was felt. No one ever spoke badly to me again. But shortly after, I also packed my stuff and told them it was best that we go our separate ways effective immediately. So though these experiences may be foreign to many, for many, they are the reality. The reality of being a minority and not being able to always be a part of the quiet quitting movement. And somehow, this particular company, along with many others, still expect employees to do more than the job description, more than what you're paid for. I don't think so. They need to be happy in environments like that that people even show up to do the basic functions of their job. Just as companies are sure to make aware that their employees understand that they are expendable, 
I want companies to understand the same. So I think the quiet quitting movement is a positive evolution for workers to take back their well-being, their mental health, their lives. Burnout is no joke, and it affects every other aspect of your life. Quiet quitting isn't a sign of apathy, but a peace offering. More importantly, a demand for opportunity, equality, and appreciation. Now, none of this is to say that you shouldn't work hard to get to that next level or put in that additional effort. Just know when you've reached that pinnacle and your efforts are no longer of value. Pick yourself up and move in the direction of what is. In the words of Michelle Obama, instead, they will make assumptions about who they think you are based on their limited notion of the world. Remember, follow me on Instagram at underscore Maddie Maxi to vote on topics. Also, follow the podcast at ChewTheFat underscore podcast to stay up to date on new episode releases. Until next time, be safe. I'm out of here.